previously on Dump Stats. Bad humanoids have a horrible encounter with the Blood Shaman. And let me tell you, there's nothing easy about drowning a man in a foot of his own blood. Listen in as the bad humanoids struggle with their own humanity after drowning a man in such horrific fashion. It's fucked up. It's dumb. Since our uh, Halloween recording all day sesh, um, we uh, made some progress in the Basilica. A lot of progress, mm-hmm. actually. And we are uh, going to dive right into that. Um, however, we had some level ups um, since last we met. Uh, true, true. Sure did. So um, we've got some uh, uh, buffier, because that's a word. Mm-hmm. I know, Gwen. I agree. We've got yeah. some buffier characters. Yeah. And um, I do believe Germ now can uh, kill a guy just by looking at him. Yep, that's right. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Death, death glare. Yeah. Yeah, death glare. Uh, uh, Nero took, um, like, super brooding. All, yeah. he ha- all he has to do is uh, enter a room and flash his bangs. Yeah, <clears throat> all the effects of regular brooding, but plus two. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Brooding plus two. And I took improved pithiness. Oh, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, every response is like, as dry <sighs> as it can be. I get, a, I get a plus three to my eye rolls. And... Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, did you say high rolls? No. No, high rolls. High rolls. <laughs> so, um, you would say high rolls. <laughs> and um, the last thing that we were left with is the party was taking a bit of a rest, a much-needed rest, after an incredibly cathartic... Just <laughs> relentless beating of a blood priest named Carl. That's pretty sick. Um, oh yeah, that guy needed. He needed to go. And, and, <laughs> I can I can still envision him like at the beginning being like, guys, we've got the secret to this place. Whoa, whoa, guys, guys, guys. Whoa, guys. <laughs> I mean, when you walk into a room and. There's blood up your ankles. ankles. Yeah. And it's like, there's no talking yourself out of that situation. No, no. You, you got to go. It doesn't matter what you offer. Yeah. Don't you want to hear my monologue? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, your monologue. Ah, welcome to the... Oh, God! Dude, we just collectively drowned him in yes. his blood while, awesome. while bludgeoning him to death. Yeah, that's right. And by bludgeoning, I mean just punching. I'm pretty sure. Um, so maybe that was some much-needed catharsis. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you guys are back in the central room um, of the giant of the giant wheeled edifice of of uh, hey, level hey, what two. What did you guys? Uh, what did you guys get when you leveled? Mm. I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. It's a magical rock. Yeah. Um, no, I got uh, some boosts to my saving throws. Uh, I got an extra attack. Yep. Which I'll never use, but I think everybody got an extra attack, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I got an extra attack. 
Yeah. So that'll, that'll be cool. Um, I took two spells. What'd you take? One of them is called Dimensional Anchor, and the other one is called Planar Binding. Tell us about each. Uh, let me turn to the page. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, sound, they sound similar. Dimensional Anchor is a level four spell. Mm-hmm where uh, basically I shoot a green magical ray from my hand, and if I succeed on a ranged touch attack, uh, I prevent all extra-dimensional travel. Ooh, whoa. So anyone who can teleport or shift between planes, yeah. I'm like, nah. Nah, son. Uh, nah. You just stand right here. Uh, and planar binding is similar, but instead of like locking someone's travel, I lure a creature from another plane into a magical trap, and if I succeed on a few throws, I can ask it to uh, perform a service for me. What? <laughs> and if if I succeed on all my throws, it has to do it, and it can't leave until it does it. Oh, shit. Yeah. So basically, I get like a, a demon pact. Or, or angel pact, anything, really. Yeah. From, an, uh, from, huh. a, from another plane. That may be, that may come in handy. Yeah, that's the way I was trying preparing it for today. Oh, nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. It does cost ten minutes, or it spends ten minutes to cast. Minutes to cast. So that's one of those scenes with, where, the, where you're like, distract them while I... Yeah, or like if we have like just some downtime. I can go, like, yeah, let me just call a demon real quick. <clears throat> ten, ten minutes is what, 60 rounds of combat? Yeah. <laughs> so All right, keep, really work keep them busy, keep them busy. <laughs> so... Tell them they like. uh, uh, Nathaniel and Jim break into the whole break, break into a, their third rendition of Who's on First. <laughs> <laughs> little pet names, little strange nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jerm, what about uh, what about you, buddy? Oh, so all right, Jerm gained a third attack when he's oh two's not I, good enough when I use a, when I use a full attack round. Uh -huh. um, my my base attack bonus is now a plus 11. Uh-huh. Um, so when I'm raging with my great axe, I have, like, a plus 20 to hit. Well, so Jesus. <laughs> so you just uh, basically don't crit fail, essentially. For, yeah. for a lot well, of things. I mean, it depends on what kind of things you throw at us. Yeah, but for, for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I took improved vital strike. Okay. Which is, uh, I can make one attack, and I roll three times my weapon's damage dice. So, uh, the Great Axe is a 1d12 damage, so if I hit, I would roll 3d12. Okay. So it's pretty cray. And I have greater rage, which means I am even angrier. <laughs> uh, and uh, my, my, my age and wisdom has not, you know, has not mellowed me out one bit. Right, and that means when I rage, my strength and constitutions are now plus six instead of plus four. So nice. I basically become the Incredible Hulk. Love it, and you're already green. So it's right. true. You did it. I'm proud the of you. Incredible jerk. The incredible <laughs> jerk. All right, sick. Um, Nate, I gotta ask. Mm -hmm. Like, what are your like your your charisma based skills are yeah. have always been disgusting. What are they at now? Like what is like your uh what's your other what's your bluff? Manson at? Level at my this point, my bluff is at uh fifteen. <laughs> God. My yeah. perception's at seventeen. Uh -huh. My diplomacy <laughs> Hopefully not. Is at fourteen. Uh-huh. So they, it's I try to I'm trying to even them out. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. Uh I did sleight of hand, which is at an eleven right nice. now. Nice, nice. Uh, I improved my knowledge religion because he's interested in that all okay. of a sudden. No reason. <laughs> You're not telling. Right. Um, and in addition, I got uh, improved sneak attack where the as long as I strike first, uh -huh. uh, I get a 66. Uh-huh. Uh, enemy does not have to be flanked. Okay. So, I yeah, as long as I attack first. Gross. Um, Gross. Make sure you attack first. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much. Yeah, always, always attack first. Yeah, just be above everyone else. And improved, improved disguise, which is now DC forty. <laughs> that's the one. That's oh, the yeah. one that I knew was like through the through yeah. the cosmos. So basically, wait, DC forty to mm -hmm. see through your disguise. Yep. Wow. So you just wear their skin, like you yeah. become I'm, I'm them. Skin suit. Yeah. You yeah. become them, Buffalo Bill. Yeah. He, he just became. 
he just became a developer of the game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's hacked into the, yeah. the mainframe. He's God. an agent. That is pretty sick. So I'm excited. Nice. All right. So if you guys need to sneak in the movies or anything, I'll get you an audio movie. Sweet. Who, who is, but you are clearly just three children beneath the, under a trench coat, yeah. Yeah, on each other's shoulders, mm -hmm. yeah. But it works every time. Yeah. You're going to go into town to do a business? Vincent, adult man. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Um, so, uh, you've just, like I said, like the knuckles are still bloodied uh, from destroying this blood priest and not really letting him get a word in edgewise. Um, and you all feel just an, you know, unavoidable wave of exhaustion when you get back to the central room and Peppery uh, will like brace himself on the wall when you get out there and like almost fall over and Marantha will run over to him and, you know, sneak will uh, kind of do the same. Uh, but, you know, while this seems to be affecting Peppery the most, you all kind of feel it. Um, and Sneak will speak up and say, we've been at this for quite some time, and we've, we, we haven't really rested but once before. Um, I suggest we do it again. Uh, I know we're pressed for time, but I'm not, e I'm not even quite sure how time functions in here. <laughs> no, that sounds like a good... <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah uh, we could definitely use some spell recharging. Yeah, uh, Nero, give me a knowledge arcana chart. Absolutely. When he, when he talks about... Um, That's going to be a 25. When he talks about... Okay, when he talks about how time works here, right, you're not, you're not entirely sure, but it does, like, pique your interest. And um, in your slightly delirious, exhausted state, uh, you kind of, like, you know look off into the distance in this room, right? And it's a big room. Yeah, it's huge. Oh, it's huge. Um think like a convention center, open floor plan kind oh, of wow. thing okay. with this spiral staircase pillar in the middle, but everything else is pretty open open air and <laughs> nothing of note in the room. Like, no, 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 no. Except those you know, those kind of like stained glass uh images that you walk through a la Mario 64 <laughs> to go into each new level. Oh, yes. Um but as you kind of like wander off in your head, you can't help but think about time and time travel and how you're getting a very similar feeling off of this place, specifically this one room. Uh, and it's, it's a very similar feeling to when you and Stellan first time traveled back on Santa Ignacia. Like you feel like, you know, you feel like you could almost step outside of yourself and sort of like watch yourself go through another dimension of time, kind of like you did that day when you when you guys tried to save dog shit. Um, okay, uh, can I do that? Um, I try to literally do that, um, or is that more of a metaphor? It, it's 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 a little bit more of a metaphor here, but you feel like. If you knew how to do that, <laughs> right? Because Stellan was the one who kind of so I, I feel did like that. You feel like whatever power was involved there, right. I'm getting a great sense of it here. If there were a chronopath here, you feel like the right the right energy is in the room for that kind of thing. Gotcha. To to tune into. In other words, there's a lot of chronopathy mm -hmm. bound to this room, and really this whole place. You, just, you guys just haven't slowed down that much, but that one rest you took, and you were pretty much out the second you, you took that one. Yeah. But this this part of the Basilica has been particularly perilous. Um, Nate, you're definitely still feeling the claws of death still on you from almost falling, mm -hmm. you know, in imperceptible distance uh, to, to your does, uh, inevitable doom. Does anyone need healing? Yeah, Sneak is going to start preparing some healing spells. He's going to start with Peppery, you know. Okay, and, oh, okay. Yeah. So. Because I can help with that, too, if anyone, uh, oh, yeah. if anyone needs it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, how would you guys like to... How would you guys like to rest? How would you guys like to... I guess we do it the same way we did last time, sleeping shifts. Just in case. Um, yeah. 
something if, fishy's uh, going on. Yeah, if, if Peppery wants to pop off a few cures on me, I'll take first watch. Or sneak, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, sneak. Yeah, you're fine. You're sorry, fine. Peppery's just the, the He's a dwarf. dwarf who's yeah. totally not a cleric. <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, not all not all clerics. Not all dwarves. <laughs> not all dwarves. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh, Jerm, roll me, uh, or actually, here, let me grab, I'll do it. Grab me a D, grab me a D12 for me. Yeah. Uh, Jerm, you can have back 20 hit points. 20? Yeah. Heard. Um... And uh, the other people who rest, mm-hmm. um, Jeremy, are you going to want someone to shift with you? Um, I mean, I- I'll be all right, but if somebody wants to, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to say no, but I'm not going to – I think I can handle it. Yeah, Marantha and Pepper are going to, like, conk out. So, actually, Snake will stay awake with you while he prepares some other – like poultices and healing salves and stuff like that. <clears throat> Nero would like to request a full night's sleep, uh, okay. so we can recharge. Yeah, magically. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. If let's, that's okay, let's get our yeah. little fella back up. Um, and actually, uh, <laughs> yes, Sneak will pull out of his uh, backpack like uh, his beer pick, Jan's beer pick. Uh, we'll pull out um, like you know, like a cooking kit essentially, and like start making some food as well. Oh, nice, sweet. Well, um, and uh, he'll say, germ to you, he'll say, some of the perks of first shift are the best food. And he'll start, like, frying some fat back and Ooh. stuff like that over this little fire that he magically <laughs> creates. Crack a few eggs in this skillet that he's got. Uh, yeah. But everyone else, the second you think about sleep, you're mm-hmm. out. Like... Nate, you don't even get your bedroll out. You're just like asleep on the packed bedroll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I almost died. A lot. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna... This is fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm on solid ground, so we're good. Yeah, that's all I care about. Yeah. Yeah, Germ, Germ works on his uh, his first watch brew. Oh, yeah. Um, Sneak will actually ask if he can have one, too. If you have extra cans of rum on you. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Oh, sorry, I just clipped my fingernails. Oh, this is germ. Nice. <laughs> um. Yeah, you uh. Germ, germ just finished clipping his fingernails with the edge of his battle axe. <laughs> so. You pass one to sneak, and he'll. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. And he'll drink it, and he'll kind of like pull back a little bit at first, and he's like. You know, I never had one of these when we were on board. That's, but I see why you like it, Captain. Uh, this week's uh, this week's rum can brought to you by the Nantahala Brewing Company from Preston City, North Carolina. Oh Ooh. wow! Someone's drinking Lokes. That's right. This week, the role of rum can is played by the dirty girl blonde ale. Ah, <laughs> the role of rum can. The rum can. Rum can. Rum can. I'm sorry, rum, rum can. can. Rumkin, god damn it! Did they sell they sell wine in a can uh, at the store near me? Dude, wine in a can's not bad. I've had it. I was worried about it, and I had it. It's pretty good. I mean, it's just wine in a can. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> they told me what it was. You, I mean, would the container have a different effect being it aluminum versus glass? Like, it didn't seem to. That's good. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna say it. All those dog sounds. It's just peppery snoring. Yep, yep. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exactly what it is. Um, Sneak will say uh, to you, Germ, say, you know, your involvement in all this has been nothing short of remarkable. And I don't know if um, anyone's really brought it up yet. Um, but, you know, we're here, we're seeking... Nate's mother, Nero's parents are involved in this, and it seems historically, you know, your family actually has nothing to do with this. So, um, 
it's just remarkable that you you're still here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for what it's worth, um, during our several months at sea, uh, I've I've never seen a more well-run ship. Uh, I actually long for the days of being at sea, which is strange for me because uh, I I personally detest the ocean. I find it. Um, uh, simultaneously dangerous and incredibly boring. Yeah, well, uh, we have that in common. Uh, definitely not a fan of the open sea, but I'll tell you, after spending God knows how long in here, I I would take the ocean if I had the choice. Any day. I, I 100% agree with you. He'll serve you like a small plate of like bacon and eggs that he's cooked. And he'll do the same to himself. And he'll, like, set some other food out for the next shift and everything. Um, and he'll start, uh, he'll, he'll pull out, like, some small vials of things and start, like, measuring some liquids and, like, opening up this, these little pouches on his fanny pack. Um, his cleric's fanny pack. Uh, and start, like, you know, crumbling them and mixing them into these vials and everything and, like, holding it up to the fire light and you know making sure he's got enough and everything what are you uh what are you making so there's like a few healing salves nothing incredibly interesting just something just in case we just in case we get to a point where blood priest doesn't yield so easily to us Oh, man, I'll tell you, there was nothing easy about drowning that man in a foot of water. <laughs> or blood, I'll tell you. Sneak will laugh at that. Nothing easy about that at all. Nero's currently having a nightmare about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sneak will laugh at that, and he'll say, you know, he really didn't get... He really didn't get to say much. What if he was, like, the architect of this place, and he was going to tell us all the secrets? Oh, well. That's what it was, wasn't it? No. He'll say, I participated too, and I'm sure Nero could corroborate where he was awake. I got nothing but uh, a straight (laughs) mellifluous evil off of him. Yeah. uh, Jeremiah will ask this in character. He just says, hey, did we ever, like, did we search him for any secrets or anything? Sneak will say, you know, that's, Partially why I'm glad uh, I'm awake, because uh, I wanted to tell someone, and I'm glad it's you. He'll reach into his uh, uh, robes, and he'll pull out a small amulet uh, and put it on the ground. And the amulet is the uh, kind of like a primitive-looking version. It's, it's, it's like etched out of copper. It's a, with some other material components on it that you don't instantly recognize, Germ. Uh, but it, it's a primitive version of the Octarcana, right? So the symbol of the eight schools of magic of your world. <clears throat> and he'll say, so this chap that we just bludgeoned and drowned is from another world, right? Another dimension, new galaxy. No, another dimension. <laughs> What's a galaxy? <laughs> another place, another time. Yet this symbol uh, that he donned around his neck looks almost exactly like our eight schools of magic. And so you look right. at it, and it's not just a regular octagon, right? It's not just an eight-sided figure. It's like, that could be anything. Stop sign, technically. <laughs> But there's no there's no mistaking it. It looks almost exactly like right. the eight schools of magic. Symbol. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and there are all these little symbols at each like vertice. Uh, Germ says, "Well, I mean, that's interesting because, uh, in my experience, most cultures around our world are pretty much the same. I mean, even the the little I know about my own tribal heritage. I mean." Our religious beliefs were, you know, the more I hear about Vasca and Valia, the more it reminds me of my own tribe's ancient beliefs, with some subtle differences. So, we meet somebody from someplace we've never seen, and he's got the same, you know, culture as us. It, it, everything seems to kind of come back to one thing. 
I agree. But this seems to be incredibly close. And if we take all of these glyphs and all this lore to be true, which I don't see why we shouldn't, it would indicate that these beings that we're facing are very challenging, but are memories of another place, another time. What are the odds that, say, another world entirely shares our same relative foundation of magic? Or shares magic altogether. You know, ever since we dealt with the whole magical device that prevented us from using the arcane arts during the day, it started to get me really thinking. How much we take for granted that magic exists and that we use it and that the arcane arts are always around us, always surrounding us and binding us and, and doing all this. Yet, at the, you know, flip of some arcane cantrip, they can all be shut off. I mean, how arbitrary is it really that we're able to do these things? And he'll, like, you know, wave his fingers in the air and a small cantrip will appear. He, like, you know, traces some sparks in the air. He'll say, we're, some of us are more attuned to it than others but if it can be taken away that easily or controlled that easily really how powerful is it I look at someone like you someone who is not attuned to the magical arts someone who has had oh 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 aren't I and then germ does the whole like disappearing finger (laughs) (laughs) oh I was doing it sneak will laugh at that He'll, he'll actually crack up at that and he'll look at the can of rum and he'll say I normally wouldn't have found that that funny. <laughs> what is in this? <laughs> oh, oh, the secret to a good rum can is the rum. Pure grain alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> He'll say that's been festering in the belly of a ship for seven months, right? Oh yeah, no, you really can't call it rum. It's it's basically just you know jet fuel. <laughs> What's yeah, a jet? This universe is equivalent of rocket fuel. Yeah. He'll say, still though. The moment it hits your lips, though, it's just, it's so good. It's, oh, yeah. Like, you well, can't... the first sip just wrecks your palate. You can't taste anything after that. Oh, marvelous. Maybe this is where the real magic is. And maybe this is what I'll do if I get out of all this. Go into brewing. Uh, sounds like a plan. A lot of ancient, ancient clerical orders did that, you know. They weren't allowed other earthly pleasures, but for some reason, and he'll, like, belch, like a big one. Alcohol was always deemed okay. It's like man wrote the rules, not the gods. Well, that I do believe. That I 100% believe, and that I actually know. It's all kind of bullshit when you think about it. Yet, the gifts are there. And he'll, like, wave his hand and make the magic in the air again. I'll say, but I appreciate your gifts more. You had to fight for everything. From day one. And I'm not just talking about your way of life. Piracy. I mean for how you were born. You know, there's a distinct aura about you. Uh, You may not have all of the magical attunements that say I or Nero have, but uh, every being gives off uh, an aura of sorts. that uh, A kind of magical fingerprint, if you will. That any body attuned to the arcane arts can read. It doesn't give any secret or private information about the individual, but you can learn a lot about them. And yours is one of simultaneously great pride, but also fear. And it's not that you were afraid of a lot of things. It's just that you knew that a lot of things were to be feared. An awareness of fear. Well, you don't live as long as I do, living the way I do, if you don't know when to be afraid. When to hold them, when to fold them. And then he'll kind of just erupt into like a weird Garth Brooks country. (laughs) Like... (laughs) 
half drunk and forgetting some of the words. Yeah. Because I got friends in low places. <laughs> and then he looks to the sneak for the for the next. And he'll say, um, ah. Uh, huh? Huh? Well, I don't don't quite know the next lyric of the song, but I can make it up. Um, well, that I mean, I made that first part up. So. Magic, <laughs> magic that disappears without traces. I don't oh, know. Hey, that's not bad. We got a future. I got friends, and he'll like offer up the can for cheers, and he'll be like, "Oh, I'm I'm a quart low. I don't know." Um, and he'll like ask for another one. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give him another one, but I'll Jerm makes sure he 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 doesn't get too drunk because he is technically on watch. Yes, he'll crack it and drink it, and um, you guys will have a lovely time singing and eating food and drinking after that. Um, is there anything you wanted to say or bring up? I just want to say to sneak just before he dozes off completely. I'll just say I never really saw the difference. In what? Uh, with well, with you know, people worship the gods, and they think of they they talk about the wonderful and amazing things the gods can do. But then you look at a guy like Miro, or even you, and it's like, look at what you can do. I mean, what's the difference? And nobody worships you. I don't. Uh, That's the thing. I don't of- know, it's, it always struck me as weird. Like, he'll worship. Somebody you never even met because he did a few tricks a thousand years ago when I'm watching this guy literally teleport right here and now. <laughs> this guy. Why, what, why, is, why is such a big deal about those guys back then and not this guy right over here? You know, it just seems silly to me. He'll unravel his uh, bedroll as, like, y'all shift is ending. Uh, and he'll, like, you know, start to, like, curl up at the at the pillow part. And he'll say, well, that Jim Crowley is the thing about gods. We invent them because we don't want to accept everything we hate about ourselves. So, I'm sure that Nero, like me, hates very much the things that we're able to do. So we look at someone like Vasca or Valia or whomever, and we put everything we hate about ourselves into them. Because then, then we can point to that, and then we can say, you motherfucker. <laughs> you did Good this. Good night, sweet prince. You and did this. And he'll just start snoring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants second shift? <clears throat> uh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll All right. Yeah. Uh, Nate, you'll wake up. Uh, Germ, you're good to tuck her out. Uh, Nate, you wake up to some uh, prepared food. Oh, oh. Yeah. And uh, uh, you wake <clears throat> up and you see uh, Germ uh, laying there and uh, Sneak laying there. Sneak is surrounded by a few cans of rum, so you automatically know what he did. Mm. Um, Germ is surrounded by some, but, you know, that's par for the course. Yeah. And um, Amaranth... Or, no, Marantha. Marantha. Amarantha. <laughs> Damn it, Lowry. All right, Marantha will uh, uh, will wake up because she agreed earlier to take second shift with you. Okay. Um, and she'll like mosey over to the uh, to the little fire, and mm-hmm. serve you up a small plate, and mm-hmm. herself one. Um, she'll still say, <clears throat> "Sleep well." Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. You? Oh, quite well. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I say, just drowning the fuck out of that guy. Just, God, it was so satisfying. And then to sleep after that. It was. Oh, (laughs) it almost feels like we're not here. Yeah, it's like the greatest release. You know, I've I've killed a lot of men. Mm. Uh, Fair warning. (laughs) But I Uh, figured you knew that. Yeah. Uh, But uh, that one... That one was mm-hmm. uh, an icing, if you will. Yes. yes. Cherry on top. What a top. treat. What yeah. a treat. Yeah. So, you almost died a lot. How's that? Uh, how's that <clears throat> doing? How's that doing in you? <laughs> Not great. I'm still rather upset 
I got so many people in danger. Oh, oh, come on! We would have been fine without you. I don't uh, mean you it couldn't like even that. say that. I don't mean it like that. I don't. Uh, you, you know, it's uh... yeah. You know, we we uh, we learned a lot about this place. I don't know where her accent is. It's all over the place. <laughs> we learned a lot about this place, but we didn't know that something like that was going to happen. Whoever designed this thing, just fuck. Yeah. You know, who who does that? Oh, <clears throat> I know a little bit about him. He was a maniac. He was a madman, clearly. But yeah, I he guess... was so devout in his faith. And, you know, that kind of devotion can bring out psychotic things in people. You know, I have been sitting here wanting a moment alone with you for any weird reason. But I've, I've now that I've got one, I've just... I'll admit I was a bit opportunistic when we were deciding on shifts. I've just got to ask. Mm-hmm. Did your mom ever talk about this stuff when you were young? Around you? Near you? No. Sorry if that's too... No, no, it's fine. It's personal. Fine. She was, uh... She let me choose my own path. Until she got sick and then it was... My stepfather who took me under his wing. But she... She let me decide for myself. So yeah, this sickness, um, again, if it's not too much, mm-hmm. what, what was it? I still don't know. In and out of consciousness, no appetite, malaise, weakness, atrophy, just everything. Just It's always the worst when you can't point to some sort of disease or nothing, you know? Right. Sometimes some kind of terminal illness, some kind of plague or whatever is easier. Which doesn't make sense because, you know, why should something like a plague be easy? But at least then you can point your finger at it and say that's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what's doing it. And I think that was the hardest part for me, not being able to single it out to one thing because it was so many different things, so many different symptoms that she never really improved. But they tried. Yeah. Yeah, that's still trying. I guess I don't. I don't know. That's real rough. I'm sorry you had to do that. Oh, thank you. I mean, we always, you know, learned about your mum from afar. We, <clears throat> we, we read these things. We heard these things. So we were able to, you know, process them. But we weren't able to really, I don't know, put them into context. How did you find out about my mom? Because, to me, growing up, for as long as I know, she's always been just my mom. Oh sure, yeah. Um. I mean, it really all started, like I said, when we were all courtiers of the king. And we all, you know, we all, we all knew that something was wrong with the king when he invited that, the Gerstrad mm-hmm. from the north down, um, I'm not trying to be prejudiced, but those northerners, they just, they're so secluded, they're so locked off from the rest of the world that their perceptions of reality are so skewed. I understand. And then, of course, they turn out to be, you know, undead vampires and liches. And, mm-hmm. well, I guess all of the stereotyping was accurate. I hate it when that's the way, but mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Oh, speaking of the way, I hope he's all right. Mm-hmm. He's, he's yes, bro- I also, um, I can't have him. <laughs> He's probably fine. I'm sure he's the way. But, well, you know, I was treasurer and I always followed where the money went. Mm. And there was a lot of money that the king set aside for your mum. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Now, I don't know how this money was used specifically, but pretty sure it was for this. Sure. You know, kind mm. of gesture all around. And that makes the most sense. Which makes things a bit more complicated because why would she come here willingly? The only thing I can think of is to find some sort of definitive answer. But So she was restless about that, you think? Yes. Oh, definitely. Someone who had to know. Yes. And she would put... 
her own health and safety. On the line in order. That's just the way I knew her. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, from what we read, though. A wonderful woman. Amazing, really. Yes. You know, I don't think any of us have taken the opportunity to thank you and Peppery for coming with us. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, much obliged, but we ourselves are trying to sate our own curiosities, too. Well, I guess the bonds of familiarity just happen automatically in these kinds of situations. Sure. Regardless, we, we appreciate what you've done. Yeah, of course. I pull out the coin. Start looking at it. So... I guess the real question is then have you figured out what the end game is then once we get up there you know this is actually the first time I've thought about it you bring it up I always thought that we'd find her and then we'd leave but now that you mention it something tells me it's not going to be that easy I mean if where she is is anything like the rest of the rooms in this God-forsaken place. Right. Well. I guess my question is, how are we going to get down? I guess, uh... Take this universe's equivalent of the elevator. (laughs) No, I don't... uh, Wow. Hmm. I wish you'd brought that up 15 floors. <laughs> she'll laugh at that. She'll say, and she'll point towards the center of the room where the spire is, mm-hmm. the staircase, and she'll say, especially because that is literally blocking the only way I can see down out of this part well, of this labyrinth. Based on what we've seen so far, I don't think that's the only way down. <laughs> I don't know. That's God, I guess that's the insidious side of this place, isn't it? Right. There's always another way down. Always. And the architects. God, I don't know. There's got to be something. I just, I have faith. Yeah. I have faith. Hmm. I have faith. That's a new concept. Yeah? I like it. Yeah. I have faith. Well, one thing's for sure, we always had faith in your mum. We always knew that whatever we found out about her, it was going to be good. Thank you. I guess I've always had that too. Here's to hoping, here's to hoping it will uh, end up that way. Indeed. Is there a can of rum with like a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are a few splash. left around. Yeah. yeah. Um... Jerm always has extras. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And if there's anything you'd like to bring up to her, otherwise we can... No, I don't think so. All right. Uh, You guys eat and talk a little bit more and eventually uh, start passing out. And Nero. Hello. Knock, knock. You wake up for third shift. Third shifties. Ooh, did I get my eight hours? Yeah, you you got the quote-unquote, this universe's equivalent of eight hours of sleep. Yeah. So you're you're fully recharged, and yeah, everyone after this is fully recharged. Sweet. Um, I mean, except for the dragon that enters the room. What? <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Nero, Nero rubs the sleep out of his eyes to see if there's a dragon in the room. Nope. It, it is uh, it is you and Peppery. Oh, Peppery. Hey, Peppery. And Peppery. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother. And Peppery is a bit worse for the wear. Um. You know, just in terms of his demeanor. Um, he'll say, um, uh, not gonna lie, I was a bit embarrassed by my collapse there. When we came back into this room, I hope it's not too... Dude, no. It's fine. It's a dangerous place. <clears throat> we dwarves pride ourselves on being stalwart every once in a while. It's all good, man. I admit I'm this... surprised I'm in... In shape, honestly, I thought I'd be dead by now. <laughs> He'll laugh at that. 
I'll admit, this place is done more mentally to me than physically, really. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. You, you practice the arcane arts. What does this all read to you? I'll, like, look up and all around. Um, madness, right? Definitely madness. It's a magical... Divine mad madness. It's really the only way to describe it. So chaotic, but it's so symmetrical. Yeah, yeah. This guy, uh, Saint Germain, he had a lot of time on his hands. Yes. And the will of the gods, apparently. And he'll like look at you and like kind of like bring his hands up in almost like an alien. Aliens, like a <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. He'll say, Does "His hair get all gray." Oh yeah, huge, <laughs> huge. But he'll he'll ask, "But what is that? What is that when something can feel so? I don't know. Off and random, yet feels so ordered at the same time. I think that's magic. Interesting." Like bending madness into sanity, bending chaos into order, or vice versa. So, when you prepare a spell, for example, you you feel yourself tapping into something chaotic to make it something ordered, something tangible. Yes, hmm. pulling power from the ether or, or whatever realm the particular spell is coming from. I've always read and heard that the ether is relatively chaotic. Uh, yeah. Not a whole lot there, a lot, a lot of mist. A lot of fog. A lot of lost, wandering souls floating around. <laughs> I mean, I've only ever seen glimpses. But you can feel it and you can draw upon it. Yeah. Mm. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. And he'll look up and around and say... That sneeze was in character. Nice. He'll look up and around and he'll say... There's something more here, though. There's something additional that's going on here. There's order, there's chaos, there's... The conflux of the two, but there's... There's something extra. There's a... There's, a, there's an intent here. I know what you mean. There's a purpose to all of this. And I don't think we're anywhere near it. Well, we have to be closer than when we started. Because it only goes in one direction. <laughs> but I know what you mean. There's magic beyond anything I've really... Anything I've normally seen before. Yeah. Something very powerful. Nice. If only I could speak with the dead. Perhaps I could get some answers. Is that something you seek to... Is that something you seek to do? <laughs> Gwen just headbutted the door. She's headbutted the door twice. <laughs> she sounds like she's like locked in battle. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 yeah, she was... She was rolling crits on a on a chew toy and on a ball. Yeah, they were certainly grappled. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Anyway. That was amazing. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a dragon? Uh, <clears throat> I think she needs to play for Tottenham. <laughs> if we ever do have a dragon, just let her into the room and let provide all the <laughs> sound. Nah, nah, nah. And like, and like, rile her up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Foley episode. Yeah, yeah. dragons in this world are dogs, giant dogs. Um, Sweet. So, like, uh, so back to that. Story. Back to that. He'll say, um, "What are we?" What do you hope to get out of all this? Answers. Secrets. Maybe some newfound magic. Hmm. Abilities. 
I mean, I've more or less come to terms with the fact that both my parents are now dead. Sorry about that, by the way. It's okay. It seems it doesn't hurt as much as I thought it would. Hmm. Seems as though your family has been targeted in all this. Yeah, either targeted or they were part of the start of it. He'll look over at Nate sleeping and say, we know for a fact that Elise was pretty instrumental in a lot of this. She was. She was good friends with my parents. Right. At the very least, I hope to figure out how to save her. Hmm. The last good deed, I think, I could do. There's something that's not being said, and he'll look at Nate and look at Germ, and then look back at you, and he'll like, like you know, like, like his head points to the ground, but his eyes will point at you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, mine's face. Mine's face too. Um, his germ sleeps. Yeah, that's just <laughs> with those open eyes and smiles. <laughs> huh? Dumbest. Oh my god. <laughs> He's having a good dream. Yeah. Why don't girls ever want to stay over? <laughs> huh? Um so he'll like his his head will be pointed to the ground, but he'll like look up at you and he'll say Marantha isn't. And I don't blame her. Marantha isn't expressing something that I frankly think should be talked about. I see why she's not doing it. I understand it. Okay, well... It's clearly important enough that you're voicing it to me. Say, so, uh... What is it? I feel like because of your connection to Elise and your connection to everything else... You would probably be the best person to know this. And this is per Marantha's wishes if I ever had you alone to let you know this. We think it's very highly possible that Elise is already dead. How? Well, we have a couple of theories. One that all of this is some elaborate trap. Definitely possible. That if the journey doesn't kill us, the destination surely will. Two, this place was meant to be traversed for some greater understanding, revelation, like what you seek. But we're going to be too late because too much time has passed. Three, we're wrong. And Elise is still alive up there, waiting for us, waiting to tell us the truth of it all. Definitely prefer option three. Of course, as do we. Hate for this to be a trap or just an elaborate waste of time. The king. She's so vibrant when I speak to her, though. And I don't speak to her here, I speak to her, you know, another realm. As you're saying that, make a knowledge arcana roll. Roll to add 10. Like, this is one of those things that as it's coming out of your mouth, you're sort of like realizing. Something. Knowledge Arcana? Yeah. Add 10? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's going to be a 39. Yeah. <laughs> this is the moment where, like, the low <clears throat> note starts to be, starts bah, to play. Yeah. Bah. Okay. And. What am I realizing? You real, like, you know, you have a quick flashback in your head. God, I wish I could speak to the dead. <laughs> and something that you've always wanted. You know, this is something that you've always kind of, like, desired. And, you know. Yeah. What if that is 
what's happening. What's happening? What if that is where you're going? What if that is what the purple realm is? What if it's the afterlife? That can't be. Well, it's. I've had this conversation with uh, the other halfling, the the Bean. The Bean, yeah, mm-hmm. Bean Hilltop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, learn uh, his name. Such a great name. Uh, and he explained it was a form. It was like a waiting area for the afterlife, like a certain level. Is that where I go? Is that where all where I've always gone? The same mm-hmm. place. That's the place. Yeah. But it's not quite death. It's like he said, like, oh, if you're here, you're pretty far along towards death. This is when I was in a coma. Mm-hmm. And this is you asking me this, not talking to. This is this is like Nero thinking. Right. Okay. Cool. 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 And whatever. talking with the DM to confirm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all these things are true. Yes. Yes. The, all this has been said to you. Everything you've said has I, been said to you. If I was there while I was in a magical coma, it would make sense that Elise would be there while also in a magical coma. But I really don't fully understand anything about <laughs> this world. Make another knowledge arcana. Add your religion bonus. Flat 18. Uh, add, so add your arcana and, and your religion. religion. Okay. Uh, 18 plus 27. 45. That's a 45. And this is where... Do no. you have a 27 knowledge arcana bonus? This arcana and, and, and religion. religion. And religion combined. Oh, okay. He got to add both, okay. yeah. It's a 14 and a 13. Yeah, yeah. So, 45. So, yeah. Uh, this is where that one note that was playing stops. And you have this flashback to speaking with Purple World Germ and Purple World Nate. Yes. Or sorry, Purple World Germ. Just that just that yeah, one, yeah, yeah. right? Way back. There was a portrait of Nate. Yeah, way back in Act yeah. 1, right? Like... The, the, the prophecy of sorts. And you remember old Germ... Old General Germ saying... Did he have a wooden leg? Before, yeah, he had a wooden leg, an eye patch, a missing tooth. He was missing, like, oh, yeah. a lot of body parts were gone at that point. The missing tooth makes sense. But one of the things that he said while he didn't realize you were in the room was, we're so sorry, Nero, we shouldn't have done X, Y, Z, right? Like... He just kept saying, like, we're so sorry, you know, like, we let that happen to you. Right. Which makes you think, am I dead? Oh. (laughs) I guess I'll just kind of dwell on that thought. Peppery will eat a remnant piece of bacon. I like that Peppery's just, just kind of staring at your yeah. eating <laughs> bacon. <laughs> so occasional crunch. So where are we on the whole thing about the guy? Um. Okay, I want to snap back to reality to remember what he was talking about. Oops, there goes gravity. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's so bad. <laughs> but he won't give up that easy. No. Mom's spaghetti. Yes! Same time, Mike. Same time. Yo, what? I vomit on my sweater. <laughs> it's mom's spaghetti. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Elise. Hans Zimmer is scoring this Elise. moment. God, I hope you're wrong. Me too. Because I really hope you're wrong. I feel like she's the only person who can answer any of this. She's the one who knows the truth about the king. She's the one who knows the truth about this place. <sighs> and, a little sense motive check. And more importantly, she's the one who knows 
about the next steps. And yes, go ahead. <laughs> so rolling this, this dice. Straight plus one. <laughs> yep. That's a nine. Total? Yeah. You believe him? Or moreover, you see no reason to doubt yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have not gotten a vibe off of these guys. The only vibe you got off of them was that the way is annoying as shit. That's really yeah. it. Otherwise these two have seemed pretty genuine. Fourth rate. Yeah. And, okay. you and you remember their story about how they all worked for the king and the king's court and they were banished. Or they were going to be executed, but then they fled yeah. after the king brought in that northern advisor, right, who started, according to them, poisoning him yeah. and making him make some pretty terrible decisions. But one of the things that, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that grew was the king's obsession for Elise. And that probably led to this place and you know a, a, a number of other things. Yeah. Well this place Do that, Nate. This place is ancient. Uh it feels like it. Can I roll like a dungeoneering or engineering check? Yeah, give me a, give me a dungeoneering, but add add your arcana. Are you sure about that? Yup. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're having these thoughts. You're having <laughs> you're having these thoughts organically. So. Three thousand. Uh, Thirty. Thirty. Uh, With a seven on the dice. All intents and purposes, this place is pretty new. There's not like any decay or nope. sign of wear. And, and there's so much magic that if there is. It's there on purpose. And, right. Yeah. I mean, do I get the sense that the magic of this place would protect it over an extended period of time? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, just... Yeah, like one ring style. Like, that thing is not decaying. The thing yeah. is not breaking down organically. So can I decipher whether or not it's just been magically protected, or if it's, like, brand spanking new within the last, like, 20 years? Uh, with a 30, you can tell that um, it's brand spanking new. This place was built in a hurry. So who the hell is Saint Germain? <clears throat> That's a good question. Who told us that story? It's in, it's in the, the place. Well, how do we... I mean, Peppery wouldn't know. We got the letters. I was getting the letters. Yes. Bingo. From... Elise, air quotes. God damn it. Yeah, this is just, but all the math, all this math is, it, it, oh God. All right, real quick, real quick, I gotta, I gotta put a pin in something. Nate's not awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Nero does not remember that that's from the letters. You just remember that Sorry. this, no, you're fine, you're, no, no, no. That kind of table talk's awesome. Okay. Because you guys, as players, are realizing some shit. Yeah. Some real deep shit. Okay, I so I realize that this place is brand new. Yes, so now you have some kind of suspect motive. Yes. Not about Marantha and Peppery, but about... That was fucking awesome, given that. <laughs> but, but about this place, given how new this place is. Yeah. And why that's problematic. Okay, I will just wake everybody up. Okay. I just kick Germ and Nate and say, hey, hey, yeah. wake up. Wake up. A, Sneak is uh, like, oh, pork chops. <clears throat> Why did I drink that? <sighs> um. <laughs> Cannib cannibal. Jesus. This place is not old. I, I would remember that the place was supposed to be ancient, right? Yeah. At the, at the, at yeah. the very least. Or at least older. Yeah, like... Yeah. Not as new as it, I see it as yeah. now. Uh, so, guys, um, I think we're being fucked with. Hmm? Marantha will say... That's what I've been saying. <laughs> Marantha will say, well, uh, this place was commissioned and, 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 and at least finished under the guise of the king but I've always 
I've always learned that this place has been here for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I'm like 45 out of 45 percent sure. Why stop at 45? Why not just do a That means 100. I'm just going back to the dice roll. I'm, I'm, going, uh, I'm going back to the yeah. <laughs> No, no. This place. Mm. Like, could I, wait, is, is that what? Is that what this universe's equivalent of 100% is? 45? 45? <laughs> that, that's as far as they got. That's the highest yeah, number. Yeah, that's the highest it's number. Size, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, it's the highest, 24 is the highest number. Yeah, it's a base 15 counting system. And right. It only goes up three, three, times. three times. Yeah, yeah. Makes and then it just 45, 2, 40, and 45 and three. 1, 45 and 2, yeah, yeah. 45 and 3. 45s. Yeah. How many 45s? Um, 45. 45. For, it's 45 45s <laughs> old. Sure. Yeah. It's 45 45s old, guys. 45 45s is the highest number anyone has ever counted to before. <laughs> How many score, though? Uh, do you want to take a break? So let's go to the back. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. We'll continue that. Uh, just Yeah.